You know, a wise man once told me, we do what we want to do, right? And that is true when it comes to purity as well. It's easy for us to say, oh, I wish I was pure. I want to be pure, but I'm just not. But as I read through God's word, I see the scripture tells us we need to make some decisions that will either feed or defeat our own purity. Which beast are you feeding, ladies and gentlemen? Our actions, our everyday habits, they will either discourage or encourage our purity. And so as we take this week and and talk about that specifically, uh, I want us to talk about how we can set ourselves up for being pure. Because here's the bottom line. There's a lot of people, Christians, that follow Jesus and they want to be used by God. And on this past Sunday, I used this illustration out of 2 Timothy chapter 2, where he compares God's people to utensils, right? And he says, in order for some of you to be used as a utensil, as a tool in the hands of God, which is the best we can hope for, by the way, that's not a derogatory thing. That's a, that's a blessing. Um, we have to make sure that we are purified. I said, you know, when you when you cut open a, a raw chicken, you can't use that same uh, utensil to butter your bread. It'll end badly for you. And so in the same way, we have to make sure that we are purifying ourselves so that we can be used by God. And some of us are just going, oh, I wish God would use me more, but he can't. I wish God... You know, I'm just, I'm just not pure, so I guess he's not going to use me. And when it comes down to it, if we're really honest, we don't want to be used by God because we do what we want to do. And if we see in God's word that we need to uh, be purified to be used by him, again, that doesn't mean perfect. Let's remember that if you sin, that doesn't mean God doesn't want to use you ever again. But there are uh, varying levels of usefulness that God's children can participate in according to um, how much they care about being purified. So if you really care that much more about being used by God and being blessed and, and a part of, of Jesus's service, you'll pay attention to purity. You'll pay, pay attention to uh, the state of your heart and your spirit uh, and your mind. And, and Timothy gives some uh, really good advice, or Paul gives Timothy some really good advice in 2 Timothy 2.22, he says, flee youthful passions or lusts and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. Mm, sorry, I was coughing there. Um, a pure heart. James, uh, the brother of Jesus, also says this in James 4.7, submit yourself, therefore, to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. You see, a part of purity is keeping out the bad. It's filling yourselves with the good, but also there is this part of purity where we do have to reject and run from the impurities, the sinful thoughts and principles in nature uh, in, in our lives that we have to forcefully expel using the Holy Spirit, using uh, the power that Jesus gives us when he saves us. And so I know that that's become out of, it's, it's not in vogue or it's not in style anymore uh, because 
we have abused that in the church in the past, and we've made it all about behavior, and we haven't extended grace, and we've made people that anybody that sins feel like they're dirty and useless to God. When in reality, yes, that our impurity uh, is a hurdle, but God's God has sent his son Jesus and used the blood of his son Jesus, which was pure and perfect, to wash us clean so that we can be used by him. And so if we are going to be used by God and if we are going to achieve a level of purity that will allow us to be used more and more by him, uh, we also need to do what what 2 Timothy 2.22 says and flee. Run from those situations, and that's okay to to resist when the enemy is pulling you in. And so practically, again, I know this is going to feel like you're a Puritan, you're one of those goody two-shoes that that is just sucking the fun out of life, but there are some friendships you need to avoid. There are some movies you need to avoid, TV shows you need to avoid, songs that you need to avoid. I always... Wondered why I struggled so much with lust when I was a teenager. And then I hear some of the songs I used to listen to on a regular basis. And I was like, oh, no wonder. That's all they're talking about. Right? And so, again, that I, I don't want you to go so overboard that you don't feel like you can um, you can enjoy anything that is non, non-religious or outside of the church. I don't want you to be one of those in a holy huddle hiding from the world. But I do know this. If you have a a thing, if you've got that thing that keeps tripping you up, that, that weak area of your life, you need to be extra careful. So let's say that's food. Let's say it's food that you, you know that, that the way you sin against God the most is you stuff your face fuller than it needs to be. And that you make food and your stomach and your appetite, your idol. Well, then maybe avoid the golden corral. Well, for some of you hate the golden corral, um, but you know what I mean? Maybe maybe you do need to uh, be a little more stringent on your diets versus someone else who doesn't struggle with that. Let's say you struggle with lust. Again, sexual sin incurs, according to the Bible, a double penalty. So if you are really horny all the time, maybe you need to avoid the scenes, the nude scenes. Maybe you need to research these Netflix shows that you binge, and if there's going to be a lot of TNA in there, if you know what I mean, then maybe you just avoid it. Uh, But I won't get to talk to my friends about it. Oh, I'm going to be missing out. Would you rather miss out on a TV show, or would you rather miss out on being used by God and purified and holy and that much closer to your heavenly Father? Like, it's not even a, a close call, folks. If you love Jesus the way you say you love Jesus, if you understand the blessings of God being so much better than anything this world can offer, then you will be A-OK, yippy-skippy with missing out on certain things if it keeps you from sin, right? And so if you and your girlfriend who are try- or boyfriend who are trying to stay pure before marriage and-, and have a pure marriage bed, if y'all can't go to each other's rooms or go out on dates by yourself without getting into trouble, then by all means, find some friends and some accountability. What you miss out on now will be so much smaller than the blessings that you're missing out on and uh, by, by being obedient to God. So again, how important is purity to you? Because your actions 
they, they tell a story that maybe your mouth is not quite comfortable revealing, right? So make sure that if there is an area that, that you suffer being pulled into temptation, be extra careful. And hopefully over the years, you will build up more strength and more immunity to that temptation. And you'll be able to watch these movies and not stumble. But until then, make your purity a priority and you will be blessed accordingly.